Hello everyone, welcome to the Soulful Mamas podcast, you're with Maria and for this very first guest episode I I am so thrilled that I can bring to you my very dear friend Lindley Erin Price. Um, I just thought it's quite fitting that she would be my first guest because she has been one of the most um, encouraging and supporting people um, for me getting this podcast up and going. Uh, she's an absolute gem of a human and um, I can't wait for you to listen. I'll just tell you a little bit about her and then we'll get going. Lindley is an unschooling mama of two boys. She has Harling who is 12 and Carter who is 8. She is a musician, facilitates women's circles and offers ceremonies such as mama blessings and hand fastings. More recently, she has been called to delve deeply into the world of what women move through spiritually and emotionally in the autumn of life, the path of the menopause, and how they can connect consciously during this time of change to burn down the falsities and misalignments and reveal the new life awakened in this phase. So powerful. She's, a, she's an absolute um, master of words. And um, yeah. Anyway, without further ado, please welcome the beautiful Lindley. Lindley, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome, welcome to the Soulful Mamas podcast. Ah, oh, such a, um, a special honour for you to be here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's such um, an honour to be mm. to be here with you. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Um. I just to start with, I just thought if you could just give us a little sharing of your who you are and your who your children are and that beginning, that journey into motherhood. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Okay. So so I'm Lindley and um I've got two boys who are um Harling and he's twelve and I've got Carter who's eight and we're unschoolers and yeah, so it's been been quite the journey really been um went from a very different lifestyle um pre-kids <laughs> being in a band and being a musician and um uh, that kind of thing to yeah very very different life having having children um yeah with my first pregnancy with um Harling and really was interested in the home birth um side of things and all the natural birthing and um actually ended up not having such a great um, time with Harling and had birth trauma and PTSD and a bit of the works there and um, then a very healing home birth with Carter afterwards. So that was kind of my, yeah, my introduction into motherhood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's um, it's that whole thing, isn't it, where you can have the best laid plans, you know, the idea of, um, home birth and and what happens when it doesn't go to plan like that how did how did you find you navigated that um you know there's basically the decision choices taken away from you in that time yeah I mean it was it was really difficult in you know the actual time with Harling and it, it was a very powerless feeling I feel like it just yeah it's just you're kind of going through the 
the motions of everything and everything was just happening to me. Um, hence why, you know, a bit of trauma afterwards and didn't really know I had PTSD until, you know, probably a good year or so um, after that. And yeah, so that was a big, a really big navigation. And then um, when I found out I got PTSD, I actually had some hypnotherapy, which really helped me um, with the, mm. the sadness, I guess, and everything that I didn't really realize was even there. And then I was coping fine. And then I got pregnant with Carter. Um, and then it all kind of, there was a lot of stuff to move through to be able to cope well with um, the pregnancy and what I wanted to achieving, achieve moving forward. Um, so I didn't want to go to the hospital. I wanted a home birth. So I actually um, put all the faith in my in my body. Um, I didn't have, I chose not to have any scans or any medical interventions whatsoever um, and just trust in, um, yeah, us <laughs> as a little team yeah. um, and with along with the universe and, and, but there was a lot, a lot of work. So um, I went to home birth circles, which was the best thing I possibly could have done because that's where I really first experienced this, um, this nurturing of these mothers um, that were there and were so passionate about uh, mothers and birth and babies um, and the health of everybody involved. And yeah, I've never been so held, uh, um, you know, as, I was in that space and then I met the beautiful um, Carla from Healing Birth um, in that space as well and she also walked me through um, so much of my my trauma. I just did so much healing with that woman and um, also my beautiful midwife um, Claire Eccleston. I couldn't have had a better midwife who you know walked through all of my birth with Harling. Um, yeah there was a lot of processing and um, I think the biggest the biggest thing for me coming out of that, you know, when we have these um, these traumas, I guess, and then we see the gifts years after, and I really learned about fear really deeply there. Of um, so something I've brought forward into my life now is um, anything that I'm really fearful of, I, I have to stop and really look at it. And if there's something that I can um, like it's almost like a process of like if this happens what will I do if this happens what will I do so you have this plan you've given your attention fully to what's causing the feeling fear in your body and then um, once you've done that then you can put it to the side and you can like focus on the things that you do want and the feelings you want to have and the things you want and all of those types of things so it really gave me a, a beautiful process to work with with Carter and once I'd done all that fair work with him I went on to have the birth pretty much that I that I had intended um, with the universe so um yeah it was a very wow. powerful lesson for me yeah oh that's beautiful mm. and just that that gift and shift of awareness and almost having these little um almost like earth angels that come in at the right time to wrap and support you in that in your hour or hours of of need um to guide you through and help you i guess rediscover your power yeah um yeah that was it a feeling of um empowerment once you'd been through that journey with carter that yeah yeah, yeah it really it really was it was um 
yeah, a very empowering thing. So I went on after that and I achieved some other things kind of that I'd been scared of or put off or thing. just I was really in my power after that. And, you know, I can forget it as, as time moves on, um, but there's definitely been other things like that fear process is something that I use on a you know quite regular basis if I notice or um, can feel that I'm in fear so that's a very empowering tool um, for me in all aspects of my life now that I've had that that experience and yeah it's makes you quite appreciative of of knowing as well that you know you know would I change my birth with Harling you know if I really got the choice I I don't know because the gifts that I really have got from that it's it's true you know we hear these things about traumas we can find the medicine and the gifts in that and I I really feel like my life probably would not necessarily be on the path it is now if I hadn't have been through that yeah totally yeah I 100% agree it, yeah. it would be the exact same with me with um Maya's journey it would I would not be well I'd be on the very scenic route right now if I was still (laughs) if that's still meant to be a trajectory in the in the long run but I think it would have taken me sometimes we need that direct um lesson or whatever it is to really get us into that opportunity for growth and you know where we're what we're here to do and what we're here to bring and um and definitely I mean do you think um where has that taken you if you think of Harling's experience and then Carter's beautiful healing experience mm-hmm. and you know you're on your unschooling journey which in itself is um a big beautiful journey but it would be that's a full-time job in itself if you want to call it <laughs> that but I know you have um many bows to your string so right what got you going on that path where you are now we'll, we'll get to what you do now but that from Carter say right what was there always that impulse of um I'm gonna unschool or did you you know have those ideas before becoming a mother of how it was going to look no I don't think I did actually I think it just was a really natural roll-on effect of, you know, wanting to home birth and trusting and really having that trust in my own body and women's bodies um, in birth. So I think that was a, a natural. And then being a researcher, you know, I could find everything I needed to back up that. Um, so the only thing I didn't do in my pregnancy was obviously face my, <laughs> face my own fears. I just didn't think that I had them I hid them away but that's okay and then it was a natural roll-on effect really you know I questioned everything from there um I questioned um vaccines um pharmaceuticals uh you know everything the vitamin k injection that um so everything I was just like why (laughs) and having to do my own you know research and listen to my body um Plunkett was another one you know um just listening to advice that I might get from them like I shouldn't leave baby on the breast for that long on that one side and it's like but no but I just read that all the hind milk is so luscious and important my babies were so beautiful and fat and so healthy and um so it's just that listening to my own um intuition I guess with that so quitting Plunkett and then um and then yeah I think homeschooling I just had that 
that feeling inside of me of um, how can I how can I hand over my my babies like it is and it's not that I think it's wrong to um, put, um, send babies to school necessarily it's just like for for me it just it didn't feel yeah like what I wanted to do so it was very yeah just a very evolving <laughs> um yeah, yeah thing really yeah and it's beautiful because it's like you were following um it's like after Carter's experience you really tuned in to your own inner wisdom and that that little voice within you was um you could hear it in the form of your intuition and so it was guiding you as it always guides each of us but we yeah. don't always listen or maybe we don't hear it both but it sounds like you were getting the the nudges and you were um following what was true and right for you which mm. is really as a mother really powerful and um yeah. quite often on our motherhood journey we feel disempowered with so many things and so much doubt and worry and guilt and you know shooting on ourselves and it's, yeah. it's a challenge to really get curious and ask questions and follow your own inner compass it's so yeah yes yeah. you that you had that courage yeah um and so that led you to I mean previous life you're in a band you're a drummer yeah. <laughs> um did any of what you were doing then um translate if you like into you know what you're doing what you brought forth after having Carter? Yeah, well, was it completely uh, Yeah, it's it's really completely different. I mean, I'm still still love music and have a lot of music in me, but obviously yeah it's a different lifestyle I mean from the time I was um 16 I was playing you know um in covers bands and pubs every weekend and so I play, played from when I was 16 up to when I was 32 when I had Harling um you know most weekends either in my covers bands or my originals band um a lot of it you know our original stuff was quite heavy um heavy music and, and we went um yeah. traveling around in our bus and um, you know the the nights are crazy the, the days and nights are crazy because you've got all the setup and the sound check and you're waiting around and then you play and then you pack down and you drive home and it's like you're not you're not rolling in till you know five o'clock in the morning or whatever so that after after having babies and, and the way I mothered as well you know um, I I co-slept with my boys and I I breastfed them you know all through the night and all those kind of things so it just wasn't something that I could just jump back into um uh, even if I, and I didn't even think about it you know to be honest like once I had the babies it was just like all my all my focus was on that um but then in more recent years um so I do women's circles and that now obviously and I've got um yeah my cajon drum so I've did that kind of drumming I've made like my own medicine drum and so I've got I've got those my drums and these kind of elements I've still got my drum kit downstairs which I play occasionally and but I play um been teaching myself guitar over the last few years and very basic guitar <laughs> um because I love to I love to sing so um you know I've written a couple of songs now and so music's still very much um a part of my a part of my life and definitely very 
very want the want is there to do more with it still yeah yeah beautiful mm-hmm. um and so your boys the 12 and 8 9 9 how um are they at an age where they're interested in you know what's that drum kit downstairs mum are they are they interested in what you did and or is it not quite there yeah they, they have um occasional interests of of um the instruments and that's when we've got everything downstairs we've got you know all the guitars we've got the drums they love the pa system the most so um which is just the microphones <laughs> and the speakers so um my partner will put that on for them along with his looping pedals which are like pedals that you can record something with and then that get that and you can just layer it and so they love playing yeah. with that so you'll have like humming and then fart noises and then <laughs> all the things so they love <laughs> they love layering all that kind of stuff up then and making making little words so yeah they do play with that quite a bit and Carter actually got really good at the um, keyboard for a while there. He learnt, it was a keyboard that was programmed with songs and he taught himself how to play all the songs off by heart. And then once you've nailed them all, you just left it and he hasn't gone back to it. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. yeah, so it's, it's they've got, I think they've got something, particularly Carter probably has got some musical and he, he will listen to his his favourite songs, which is actually Slipknot. <laughs> Um, and so he, he listens to those and he's printed out the the words and he'll sit there with his headphones on and he actually learns the whole songs and we'll just be lying in bed and he'll just crank out um, just Slipknot in his cute little little baby voice and these lyrics <laughs> yeah. that you wouldn't really expect to hear coming from a ba- uh, kid but I don't want to yeah I don't want to he loves it so I'm not going to stop him from doing it he doesn't swear he doesn't do the swear words he doesn't like swearing <laughs> yeah yeah and and also because context um your husband is was a member of the band that you're into so you guys were in that together so you're very it's very much a musical family if you like they're born into um that sort of uh life and um exposure to beautiful you know instruments and I guess it's quite normal compared to you know other families wouldn't have had those opportunities so yeah um yeah yeah. but it's quite neat that you just let them if they're interested they're interested if they're if they're not then that's that's cool too it's um yeah that's Mm -hmm. not that expectation of following in your footsteps so to speak no no Yeah. yeah yeah and so um so obviously I attend your circles which I absolutely love but going back to when you first sort of set them up or started them what was the impulse what was the drive behind creating these women's circles where did that come from yeah well it really came from I mentioned that um the home birth circle that I went to that was my first experience of sitting in a circle with women and being that that was you know a pretty beautiful feeling that really really stood out to me um and just the support there and because I after the band days you know I kind of didn't really have much friendships if any (laughs) um kind of leaving that because they're they're all 
musicians and still doing that scene and so I didn't really have a lot of women friends and so that circle just really had a big impact on me um and then obviously um didn't have that to go to any longer um after I mean I could have kept going but you know we, when we did go for a while after and then I went to a few workshops um with one of my beautiful friends Karen um yeah with the wellness group and she did these workshops in Hamilton and it was the, the first place that I've been in where I've experienced um, a place where every single person would get heard. So she would like, you know, go over something or ask a question and then she would go through all of us. And, and it was just absolutely amazing for me because normally I would be the person who doesn't speak. And then by the time um, you know, I've actually got something to say or the conversation has completely changed um, or they've moved on and, you know, I just had never got that space. And the way that Karen facilitated that was just um, beautiful. If someone went off topic, she'd go, hold it, you know, just for a second and well. And, um, yeah, so it was really beautiful. I loved that. And then um, those obviously didn't happen regularly, couldn't find anything else like it. So, yeah, I just decided to create it. And um, yeah, which was, it felt like something important for me. Um, I'd recently started finding some like more um, unschooling people. So I just, I just really had this feeling like I needed to find um, my people. And um, yeah, because yeah, it, I started, I don't know, I think when Carter was about three or so, I just started to feel really lonely. And um, yeah, like, wow, we really need to find some people that we can hang out with you know a lot and do different things and so I did that for them too and then but they also created this um yeah circle of women basically as well and or a place for women together and yeah look at look at these things that um affect our lives and with, that we can celebrate and that we can yeah or um yeah or just really look deeply into and for for healing and yeah connection and yeah yeah and it's so beautiful Lindley and so um powerful and necessary and needed um because as women and mothers we often don't have that opportunity to be fully seen and heard and and witnessed in the way that uh we are each are in that circle space where it's a mm. you know I love that I love the circle. Any, any that actual circle itself. It's just um, there is no. You're facilitating, but you are not. I am the leader. You know, <laughs> it's still very much we are a circle of women sharing, and yeah. you know, you're holding this space, obviously, yeah. in, in that situation. But just that opportunity to really share from the depths of your heart or soul, and mm. not be you know not try to be fixed or there's no commenting it's just whatever needs to come out can come out and there's no quick quick you're on a time limit um yeah you gotta pick up your kids or (laughs) baby's awake or you know and often as mums we have I mean I know for myself our conversations are so disjointed and interrupted and what was I talking about again? <laughs> yeah. They get a little bit fragmented. So coming into that circle space with other women just to share and it's so powerful. So, mm-hmm. yeah, 
Yeah. Um, grateful that you had the impulse to create something because that's brave as well to start something so new. And but again, it I it sounds like you another gift of that healing birth and journey from Tara um, is that you really were in tune with your own inner knowing and mm. that wisdom within and you were listening to that voice and it was guiding you like, let's try this maybe. Why don't you just do it yourself? And then the people come, right? So I met yeah. you. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, that's, that's beautiful, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really, really is. And so so you've been doing that journey with circles. Um, where are you at with it now? Where is it taking you now currently? What, what's the you Well, I have a, a few things. Um, yeah, so obviously I have the, the re regular women's circles, and um, I so I do them in person. I also do some online circles as well. So I do them in um, in seasons. So it would be like a season of the springtime moons is what we're in at the moment. Um, so it's a really beautiful group of women that meet every, every fortnight. Um, and I've got a couple of groups going. So that's really good. And then I do um, ceremonies as well. So mainly mama blessings and hand fasting. So mama blessings um, are actually what I got thrown when yeah, I was pregnant with Carter. And that's a beautiful honoring um, of the mother um, and her journey, her pregnancy journey, pr preparation for the birth, um, facing any fears and just absolutely showering her with so much um, love and yeah, from her family and her sisters and friends and yeah, so that's that's a really beautiful um, gift for a woman. So, yeah, so I loved that. I had never heard of that when I got thrown one, and now I love to, yeah, um, offer that to other women. And then hand fasting is a alternative to um, marriage. So, yeah, it's basically literally tying the knot <laughs> um, with your loved ones. So it can be an engagement or renewal of vows or um, or or a proper wedding between between the two parties without. Um, the legal um, signing off so it's a yeah a bonding together still um, yeah so those are the main main things I continually do and then I yeah just recently uh, on the last year I've been very called towards the um, perimenopause um, journey the real spiritual side of that so um, in the pipeline for yeah autumn 2024 is where I'm going with uh, walking the autumn path so if we look at our life in seasons, you know, we have our um, our maiden in the in the springtime and our mother in the summer. And then we often know that, you know, the crone in winter. And so it kind of leaves that um, that autumn. So that's the, the maga or the wise woman, that stage of our life. So that stage is really, was really calling to me when I first um, heard of it and started having a look into that and now I'm moving along that journey um myself and with a lot of women beside me and mm -hmm. yeah so that's where I'm kind of um heading and yet yeah, and it's beautiful it's it's it felt like a very new journey that hadn't been much explored but the more I explore it there's these women you know I'm discovering books and papers from decades ago of women of course going through this spiritual um 
you know, re reshaping, rechanging, re reimagining of our lives basically as we, you know, move through to the next chapter, you know, over that kind of decade of um, hormonal changes leading up to the our menstrual periods not coming anymore and yeah the changes that come with that so that's where I'm really um focused at the moment and putting a lot of yeah. attention into yeah 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 and I'm watching this space very carefully because I turn in that journey with you as you know um and I think you're right that like there's a there is the information out there but it's not as accessible as um perhaps some of the mainstream options yeah. like if you if you to go into good old google for example <laughs> um it will come up with you know, whatever those main treatments are but yeah. for those of us seeking you're not wanting a treatment as such you're wanting to learn how to grow with this and navigate this time and honor it and yeah there's there's so much unfolding and learning um it's just discovering the the support or the the wisdom from our ancient mothers mm. coming forth so it's just accessing that and it's so great that you are you know like you said earlier you're a researcher and you are so thorough and when you articulate articulate it to um whoever it's so beautiful and I will talk another time about your we didn't even touch on your um powerful storytelling and your way with words so beautiful so I think um yeah maybe if people check out your website um because yeah. you have work all your offerings there and you're also on Instagram and Facebook uh, yep. Both of those. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah Instagram yeah. is just mainly um, my, I guess you're my art <laughs> of my altars yeah. that we do at Circle, and then yeah, but Facebook, and I've got a group um, as well in there uh, for the revealing the wise woman through perimenopause, and yeah, otherwise it's Lindley Erin Seasons and Circles on Facebook. Awesome, and I'll pop all the links um, in the show notes so people can find you because they're going to want to after. <laughs> hearing all your amazing offerings that you have no, so you. much and and we're going to have more conversations and I'd love to um go much deeper with your current work with the um perimenopause and that journey because what you're creating right now is so amazing so yeah we will to be continued everybody and you'll find out more and how to work with Lindley a bit more and really focus on this particular area but just before we finish up, um, what if I was to ask you, what is the what fills your soul? What are what are the things or the thing that is um, really soul filling for you as a as a woman as a mama? Like what fills your soul? Yeah, cool. Um, well, music was the first thing that popped into my mind, um, just because music for me is one of those things I think it is very connected to soul it's one of those things where you're so present of um the words or the or the just the making the music or the drum or whatever it is that you're doing um so the presence I think that connects me with soul um very quickly and very easily um water would be another <laughs> another thing definitely for me and um and wind 
I love the wind in my hair, especially on top of a mountain, like or on top of the cliffs of Raglan or something like that. It's just that's my most soul filling feelings. Um, and yeah, the water again with my kids, like watching my boys in the ocean is probably one of my favorite things to do as a mum because it's like you just see the wildness. It's like they've just they're so present when you know those when they're jumping the waves or splashing the waves or um screaming at the waves or whatever, <laughs> whatever they're doing yeah it's um yeah it's, it's beautiful so the beach is definitely like a very a very special soul-filling place for me yeah with them and yeah I think those would be my my main things that I can think about yeah <laughs> yeah oh, so beautiful so beautiful well Lindley thank you so much for your um open heart and your generosity and your sharing it's so much appreciated and um i cannot wait to have more of these conversations with you yeah, thank you me too thank you so much for having me <laughs> beautiful <Pleasure. laughs> thanks maria mm -hmm. i really love that conversation with lonely she is such a an amazing soul um yeah, I'm looking forward to having more conversations with her on the podcast so you can learn more about what she what she does and what she brings to the world. She was quite humble, I think, in um, sharing her offerings. But please do um, check out her website and her socials. I'll put the links in the show notes below. Um, yeah, she's, she's just a beautiful human. Right, these are the takeaways from this episode. Number one. The importance of putting faith into your body and trusting. Number two, learning about fear and working with a fear process. Number three, discovering the journey of empowerment. Number four, recognizing the gifts and medicines of our traumas. Number five, listening to our intuition. And number six, the importance of support from other women, especially in the form of um, circles and a place a safe place where you can truly be seen and heard so yeah all of these things I just love uh, so yeah do go and check her out and please if you haven't already subscribed to the show Soulful Mamas um, I'm on Spotify and Apple and wherever you find listen to your podcasts and come and come and hang out Come and ask me any questions. I have a, a Facebook group as well, Soulful Mamas, and I would love for you to come and join join me and, yeah, get this village growing. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. <laughs>